This is Today in History, September the 29th. On this day back in 1902, William Topaz McGonagall, affectionately considered Britain's worst ever poet, dies in Edinburgh, Scotland. On this day in 1957, the San Francisco-bound New York Giants played their last game at the Polo Grounds, losing to the Pittsburgh Pirates 9-1. The Brooklyn Dodgers played their last game before moving to Los Angeles, losing to the Phillies 2-1 in Philadelphia. On this day in 1977, the Billy Joel album The Stranger, his most popular, was released by Columbia Records. Only the good die young. In 1978, Pope John Paul I was found dead at his Vatican apartment just over one month after becoming head of the Roman Catholic Church. The almost incredible news is released to the world. Pope John Paul I is dead. The announcement is received with a mixture of disbelief, shock, and sadness. John Paul, the smiling pope as he came to be known, had won the hearts of Catholics and non-Catholics throughout the world, during one of the shortest reigns in papal history. And on this day in 1982, a sick 12-year-old girl in Elk Grove Village, Illinois, unwittingly takes an extra-strength Tylenol capsule laced with cyanide poison and dies later that day. She would be one of seven people to die suddenly after taking the popular over-the-counter medication as the so-called Tylenol murders spread fear across America. The victims, all from the Chicago area, ranged in age from 12 to 35 and included three members of the same family. Johnson & Johnson, the maker of Tylenol, launched a massive recall. Good evening. As officials in states from New York to California pulled Tylenol capsules off shelves today, the company that manufactures the drug took its own action. Johnson & Johnson is now offering a $100,000 reward for the arrest and conviction of those responsible for spiking Tylenol capsules with deadly cyanide poisoning. To this day, no one has been charged. And on this day in 1907, Gene Autry... The Singing Cowboy is born. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. From the early 1930s to the mid-1950s, Gene Autry, the singing cowboy, dominated the country and western genre as the biggest-selling recording artist of the era. But more than that, Autry was a phenomenally successful radio personality, movie star, and businessman, a cross-platform creative mogul of a kind that today's pop superstars could only dream of being. Born on this day in 1907, near Tioga, Texas, Byron Orvin Autry grew up as one of the most important figures in country and western music that the world has ever seen. Autry's commercial breakthrough came in 1931 with the first of his many big hits, That Silver-Haired Daddy of Mine. Tis that silver-haired daddy of mine. When his record sold its first half-million copies, Autry's label, American Records, presented the young star with a commemorative gold-plated copy of the disc, the first ever gold record, a regular spot as Oklahoma's yodeling cowboy on the National Barn and Dance radio show out of Chicago soon followed, giving Autry the platform that made him a star nationwide. The Spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. Gene Autry, born September 29, 1907, on this day in history. I got Spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle. As I go riding merrily along And they sing, oh ain't you glad you're single 
And that song ain't so very far 